Hello, and welcome to Barren Not Broken. This is your host, Bonnie Ruth, and I'm so excited for season three, episode five, part two with Vivian Smith, finding hope and promise through secondary infertility. This conversation gets real and we do not hold back. It was such an honor to have Vivian share with us with such vulnerability, how she has navigated faith, family, marriage, and medical trauma while facing secondary infertility. Come along in the conversation and we hope that you are encouraged. Um, so we did the singing sonogram and I mean, I walked in the, in the, the room that I'm supposed to have this done and it's so far it's one person. Well, then my doctor comes in and then there's two more people with her. And so there's four people in the room, one studying to be a nurse and I immediately felt like, is this an experience? Yeah, invaded. Yeah, right. Like, like my space is invaded. I did not approve mm. this. And it yeah. wasn't even asked if yeah. um, it was okay. And I mean, I guess I could have just stopped everything and been like, hold on. What's, what's happening? Why? Okay. Yeah. Um, ultimately, I was like, let's just get this sitting sonogram yeah. done. But then yeah. it was, it was painful. It was, it was it, like, it wasn't gentle. And mm. I mean, afterwards there was pain and there was like bleeding and it was not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and so again, another instance to where yeah. I was like, not as it should oh. be. Yeah, yeah. Not as it should be in all really like a little PTSD. Yeah. Of like wanting to even continue. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like as a black woman, I have, I have these things to look out for mm. mainly because it's something that's been ingrained in, uh, our, the culture already yeah. in the medical right. field. I feel like, um, and I don't know, I just don't know if there's like doctors or nurses who mm. kind of operate in this way and don't even know why, you know, yeah. I assume right. that they're in the medical field they know the history of um what has happened over time um with african americans but i guess i can't assume so i don't i don't really know um um but for me i'm just really this is where my faith like has to come in because I, i one just refuse to walk around in fear yeah however (laughs) it's a real real thing and i have had fear about it i mean i've known of people that literally died going into basic surgeries for for some of the procedures that i'm even going to be doing yeah Um, and so it sometimes is a real fear for me um to just think about it and think of what could happen or think if i just wouldn't get the right care because uh um kind of a conditioning already of a mindset. For, for, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you and, feel? Um, I want, I want to ask you a question real quick. How do you mm-hmm. feel one? It's adding a layer to what you're going through is that you don't need any more layers to navigate going through this. And it's adding this huge piece into it we were talking about this earlier that just intensifies 
all the things you have to process before you go into a doctor's appointment or before you find the right doctor or, you know, insert whatever the portion of the process that you're in. How have Mm -hmm. you found that you has worked for you as far as advocating for yourself in those moments, you know, because I think it's important that if that's a cultural mindset that you have had to navigate emotionally, navigate mentally, and then practically having to go in and assess and figure out, Mm -hmm. um, excuse me, how have you Mm -hmm. found the best way to advocate in those moments? Because I would think that's a huge piece of how you're having to show up for yourself in that moment. And I would love the yeah. listeners to have some, some practical ways. Cause I know we're heading into the faith conversation. I think that's very important. Like you just said, but what's some practical things that you've learned um, that might aid someone else who is battling that fear, who is facing that prejudice, who's facing that cultural mindset. And they're just like, how, how do I handle this in those moments? Well, I mean, I, I would say you got to do, a few, I would do a few things. Research mm, for yourself. Good. Yeah. Um, the doctors. Um, yeah, look good. at reviews. Look at reviews. Pay attention to pay attention to the surroundings in the offices when you visit and honestly interview them. Before we go into any type of exam, I have some questions for you. Yes. Uh, And because, I mean, and there are some um, doctors where they'll sit you down and talk to you before anything even takes place. I highly recommend that you do the same. Sit down and talk to them before anything happens. Um, Get your questions answered that are burning in you to ask that you're concerned about or, um, bring up the things that you're going through and listen for the response because there are responses where you, you will be able to tell if it's a good fit or not. Um, And I think that's really, really sound advice, Vivian, like in general, but for what you're approaching right now, like that is a huge nugget. I hope people will take that because that immediately puts you in the position of, Hey, I'm going to choose you or not. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I get to make the choice and it's reminding yourself, reminding ourselves in those moments that like, Hey, actually like I get to choose. I it's taking back that and changing that mindset. You have a choice and Mm -hmm. you're empowered. And even if it's you having to empower yourself, like I hope today, some ladies are going to feel really, really empowered to show up just with that right there. Podcast over. Boom. Like that is sound advice that I think sometimes we relinquish the power to, to the doctor, to the office and to their process. But actually I have a process. You have a process. And what do you need in that moment? So that's good. Okay. Keep going. I'm sorry. That was just so good. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really good. And yeah, I'm a thousand percent agree. Um, another thing that we can do is just speak up for ourselves. Like even if you've gone through this interview process with the providers and you feel good about moving forward with them along the way, if things feel funny or if things don't feel right, or if you like speaking up, Yes. And I've learned this 
over time, honestly, um, mm. just speaking up, mm. you can say, no, we're not going to do that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. I mean, but also we, uh, our doctors are wise and they know yeah. what they've studied. They know the science of yeah. everything. Um, following the piece has, has yeah, helped me good. so much lately. That's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's navigate from that, that piece, you know, into that conversation of, you know, how have you navigated your faith in this? And I know you were headed in that direction. I, I think that's, an important part of the conversation, but that piece, you know, let's start there. How have you, how do you know what that looks like and how do you lean into that? Well, so when I get on my soapboxes <laughs> of everything <laughs> and I'm like, okay, dealing with prejudice or hey, okay, I'm a black woman out here processing all these things. Yeah. I'm already a mom, uh, you know, I still got yeah. my marriage here too, that it's got to stay strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <gonna> <laughs> right. Trying um, to build a family. You want that to include your hubby. <laughs> yeah. For anyone listening, if you're trying to build a family, you and your hubby, you've got to be good. <laughs> yes. Cause yes. there's like any, there's like a physical opening that we're designed for to receive them. And like, the sperm babies can't get to our, <laughs> yeah. they can't get to where they need to go if we're just like, fight. Exactly. Yeah, so, that's good. That'll preach. That'll I preach. just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> I love but it. As, as we're trying to navigate all these, or as I'm trying to navigate all these things, like that, all of it is insane to me. It's overwhelming. It's, yeah. it's like too much. Yeah. It's only when I like pause and mm. get with the Lord where it doesn't feel like too much. Yeah. I can like, I literally have to like rest in the Lord. And I don't really know how to describe that other than like, I get in the presence of the Lord, of the Lord, whether it's like reading scripture, worshiping, or just, just sitting and talking to the yeah. Lord, just having a conversation with the Lord or just going off before yeah. the Lord. <laughs> I mean, I've never like, you know, done that. I don't know what that's like, Vivian. <laughs> you know what, Jesus? <laughs> I got something to say to you. Um, and you know what? He wants. He wants uh, that. He wants us to uh, bring our, because he already knows. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But so, just kind of tr leaning on and trusting in, like the Lord. Yeah. And Weston and I have said this to each other. Like if it doesn't, if it never happened, the Lord mm. is still good. And he's going to use yeah. this story. Yeah. Um, we're still believing, we're still believing for it. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And we are, we're, we just, we just kind of lean into what we know we've heard from yeah. the Lord. And yeah. I, I get this, I get this feeling. It's like, I get chills, butterflies. Mm. Yeah. And, and literally it's the same feeling every time that when I hear the Lord. Yeah. And so for me, that's kind of how I've learned to discern like, okay. Yeah. This, and then I start to feel a peace whenever I'm moving yeah. forward or not moving forward on, on something. Or yeah. if, 
if there's a conversation that needs to be, needs to be had, um, that feeling is what I look for. And just, I, I also just use the word of God to, yeah, that's good to really just like check, check some yeah. balances, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I feel like if, if I didn't lean on the Lord or just kind of, I, I'll, another way I can describe it is like, here's all the junk and mm. overwhelming feelings and thoughts and historic data science. Here's all yeah. of it in my hands. And I'm like throwing it at the feet of Jesus. Mm, yeah. And going, okay. Yeah. yeah. Take this. Yeah. <laughs> and give me like <laughs> light yoke and yeah. presence. And yeah. Um, and that, it really does help me so much. That's good. Um, that's really powerful. I think that's a beautiful um, analogy that you just gave of like holding all of that, you know, the history, the data, the pain, the emotions, the marriage, the, all the things and throwing it at the feet of Jesus. And, um, you know, a lot of times people, sadly, you know, in this process, um, our faith, I think outside of our relationship with our husbands, our faith and relationship with the Lord is the things, the two areas in which are pulled on. And um, you said earlier, like, butt up against things. Like, I think that is the place in which a lot of times people are really wrestling. It's how do I have a good marriage and go through this? And how do I have faith in God when I'm fighting for something that I think he could just fix. And that's something that Jason and I have really been talking about lately of we make God the answer to the thing um, rather than making God the place in which we put our faith, right? Like Hmm. my faith is in who he is. My faith is not in him giving me something and where that takes the pressure off. And, and I I don't want to speak for you in any way, but when we're navigating, you know, Jason and I are in a different place right now. We're not navigating infertility anymore. So our, our faith wrestle is very different right now, but we've been in that place of, okay, like Mm -hmm. this is a wrestle of like, I believe that you can do this in my life, God. And I'm holding firm to knowing who you are and what your word says, like going back to what you just shared of knowing what the word of God says of who he is. But I also have, have learned that I have to separate what he does and who he is. Because if I don't, I will only hold on to what he does and I will lose who he is. And the reality is who he is, is actually where my faith lies. My faith doesn't lie in what he does. My faith lies in who he is. And there Mm -hmm. has to be a distinction because otherwise my humanity gets what I think he's supposed to do really jumbled up. And so then sometimes if I hear in part, which is where it says I hear in part and I see in part. And so really it's this wrestling of holding on to who he is in these moments. Like you said, you guys, you guys are in a a stance of, I believe what you've told me and I believe your promises and I believe what you can do. But my faith is in who you are because you guys said he's good, even if you don't. Mm -hmm pregnant again and that's really the piece I want to hone in on as we as we're kind of wrapping up here of okay how how do you hold on to who he is and not let what you want him to do get so messy and I 
personally, like, I don't know that I have the answers to that, even though I've, I've walked my story, but I do know that it's possible, but it is a wrestle. I don't know if you feel that way, but it's, it really is like a wrestle. Like, I think sometimes like if me and God were on a wrestling match, like on a wrestling (laughs) pad and other people could see us, like they might not think I actually have faith in who he is, but I do. And I know that he can handle going the rounds. You know, one of my favorite movies is Rocky and Creed. Love all the Rocky <laughs> movies, all the Creed movies. And there is this one scene, I think it's in Creed 2, I'm pretty sure, where Creed has gotten, you know, punched and he's fallen to the mat. And he's hearing all these things and it's like everything's blurry and he's like down on his stomach. And all of a sudden he takes his and this community has heard me tell this story before, but like takes his um, boxing gloves and doesn't just like, you know how you can hit sideways, like for the bottom of your fist. Yeah. No, He takes his boxing gloves and he puts them face up and he just pounds the mat and he's like, ah, and he's like, gets up. Like, it's like all of a sudden he is like, no, like I just got knocked down, but I'm getting back up off this mat, whether I win or not, you know? And it's just, that's mm-hmm. how I feel like with God sometimes I'm just down there pounding the mat and, and <laughs> I may not be getting what I want, but I may have yeah. gotten knocked down. But how do you feel you guys are able to take that stance? What does it look like for you to have faith in who God is and his goodness when you haven't received what you want? Like break that down for me a little bit. Okay. So I always go back to like, I have seen God move. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about miracles, signs and wonders. I'm like, I wake up every day. I'm provided for, like, I've never Mm -hmm. gone without. Mm -hmm. Uh, If there's a situation that needs to turn, I've, 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 I feel like I'm God's favorite. Like I, I've had so much favor in my life. Right. Like <laughs> I, I know, I know mm. God is good. Yeah. I, I have evidence. Good. I know that speaks to what He's done, but I also have a relationship with Him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I know. <laughs> yeah. It's just I know my knower. You know, <laughs> like I yeah. just know He's good, and. Yeah. Like if I don't get something that I want, mm. I'm like, okay, what's yeah. next? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like, um, I, I literally, like when I tell you, I like put all this stuff in my hands, throw it at the feet of Jesus and like, wow, I'm here. Okay. Here's yeah. everything. Yeah. Like my next question is what is the next thing you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I just listen and I do it. And so, yeah. A lot of times it's kind of like, get up and go do this, get up and go. So I yeah. honestly feel like it's a little having me get up and I just like, listen and obey. Yeah, that's good. And uh, well, that is relationship, right? Like you're having a mm-hmm. conversation and there's, there's give and take, right? It's fluid. It's, it's happening in a way of like, you're having conversation with him and there's, there's a guidance. I think you, you were saying like, it's goes back to what he does but I would say it's more of like it's a guidance that you're experiencing 
Um, and that's who he yeah. is, is that, that guide for you, you know? Um, yeah. Really I mean, and more, yeah, guide, a guide, like my strength, mm, yeah. <laughs> my literal, my literal joy, like yeah. everything. Good. Um, and so like everything, everything I have is because of Jesus. And yeah. so I'm like, yeah. It's literally how I stand or get yeah. up because I'm like, gosh, look at all this joy that he's given me. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. you know, like just, just yeah. literally I could just look around and be like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, then what's next? Then yeah, what's next good. is just my question. I think that is a really cool statement of like the joy that you're referencing is, you know, the word of God says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes as believers, we quite minimize, uh, especially when we are going through grieving or things that we've lost or things that we don't understand. There is a tendency in our humanity and our own depravity to hit this wall where we can't allow joy and grief to collide. But I think that's actually mm-hmm. the moments in which we find God the deepest is when his joy becomes our strength in the pain, in the grief. Um, in the not understanding the questions and that's kind of what you just described in such a beautiful way of like okay god like you have brought me joy you are the strength that's who he is right Mm -hmm. and in that Mm -hmm. what you guys are conversating about like you said of navigating like okay what's next you know like and that obedience and that surrender to him like you described that comes from a place of seeing his joy and yeah. I think that's so, yeah. so cool that you are allowing yourself to operate in that, you know. All right. So yeah. if you had anything else that you would want to share with our community, with Bear Not Broken, what would be two things that you want to leave them with? You know, what's in anything that we've talked about? It can be super practical. It can be faith related. But like what? What would be two things? You're like, if you don't get anything out of this podcast, get these two things, <laughs> which hopefully okay, they're getting okay. a lot because you dropped some good stuff, girl. So uh, thank you. Well, yeah, um, I appreciate that. The one of the things I would say is your pace is your pace and not anyone else's. Like, mm-hmm. don't look to the left or the right of even in even though everyone's journey is uh, you know, it helps us to see we're not alone. A lot of it is encouraging when people share their testimony and their story or just parts of their journey. I would just caution not to fall into comparison and just just walk your journey um, at the pace that you're supposed to walk out your journey. Um, yeah, because I don't know how many times I've said, gosh, maybe we should have kept going with the fertility stuff during the holidays or mm, whatever. Yeah. Nope. I took a break in the holidays yeah. because yeah. I just felt like, felt like the Lord was just saying, Hey, let's kind of, yeah, let's settle and rest. Yeah. And come back. And so, yeah, um, great. let your pace be your pace. That's good. And no one else's. Yeah. Um, and, and really, um, before anything else, just kind of knowing 
that you're like a child of like the creator of the universe. Yeah. Like the one who created all things, including you. Yeah. Um, like lean into him and just, I want to say trust him, but I also feel like that's a, and not a cliche because it is what yeah. it is. Trust it the is, Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, we understand that's layered, right? When we say it that. is layered. Yeah. It is yeah. layered when we say that. Um, but maybe, maybe the the point I'm trying to say is look at look at how you've trusted the Lord. Mm, that's and good. Have you really? Because um, yeah. I know for me, like if I'm not surrendered every piece of everything, yeah, and I haven't fully trusted Him. Yeah. And I think something really shifts when you fully put your trust with every single thing um, to the Lord. Not only this journey, like, and I say not only because this is a journey that's like, I can never say not only like not a small thing. No, Uh, this is a huge thing for anybody. Um, But also, and also pay attention to whatever the Lord is showing you. Mm. Um, That's good. That that he's guiding you through in the journey. Yeah. Like there's yeah. connections that I've made that I would not have made through this journey. There's people that I've yeah. met that I've maybe never met because of this journey. There's things that I'm now able to say out loud. Yeah. That I may not have ever said. Yeah. If not for this journey. And yeah. so... Just look at how you're trusting the Lord and yeah. um, keep doing it. That's good. Okay. I'm going to ask you one more question. If you had okay. two pieces of advice, which you gave, you gave one uh, earlier in regards to advocating for yourself. But if, if you were to be sitting down with someone listening and they're dealing with the same history and prejudice that you are, or you have, what, what would be two things you would share with them that they could walk away with today and hopefully feel empowered to walk that a little differently than they have. Um, I would say you matter. You matter. Mm, that's really and good. Decisions. Decisions matter. Mm. Like you have a voice. You have a choice. Mm. Um, we are a long ways from what life used to be like. Yeah. But there's still like a lingering in this mm. Yeah. Country of it all. Um, So just standing in that fact that you matter and your voice matters and um, you can speak, you can speak up and you can make decisions for you and your life and your body that are yours. Um, It's really good. So do that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, would you just, um, I've, I've never actually done this on the podcast, but I would love to have you just say a prayer over whoever is listening to what you've shared today. Cause I think we've gone a lot of places, a lot of deep, big conversations that we've introduced in this episode. And I want to be able to leave them with feeling like you said earlier, just that place of hope and trust in the Lord. And so again, I've never done this on a, on a podcast episode, but I would love for you to just pray over um, the listeners and just any peace that you feel in your heart, the Lord's leading that you've shared, just pray over them today. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
Well, Father, we just come boldly before you and uh, we just first thank you for the time that we've had to um, to open up conversations, to have conversations, to listen and be heard. Um, but mainly, Lord, that um, we just get an opportunity to kind of share you and what you're doing. Um, I just pray for the listeners who are listening today. Um, and we know they're all walking through different things, but Father, you know every every detail of yeah. their life, every detail of their journey, um, every thought, every emotion that they've had or or going to have. Father, I just pray that you cover them, um, Lord. We we just hold every thought captive to the obedience of Christ, Lord. If there's any fear, if there's doubt, if there's unbelief, if there's if if there's trauma, Lord, meet them where they are. Yes. Meet them where they are and begin to or continue to heal the places that need healing in their hearts. Um, yes. Give us all perspective, first your your perspective, Lord, um, for the things that you have for us. Lord, mm-hmm. I just pray for for every um every listener's heart who's still believing for a baby. Yeah. I just pray that you give them peace. Mm -hmm. Give them wisdom. And just give them a knowing how precious they are in your Mm -hmm. eyes. Yes. Um, For those who've lost Mm. children, Lord, I just pray that you give them a comfort and knowing yes, that God. you are with their children and they are safe with you. Yes. Um, and just a mental and physical um, healing, Lord. Mm. I pray for just complete and wholeness for the listeners right now. Lord, you know, you know their every detail of their lives and you're in every detail. And we just thank you for that. Yes. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for being with all of us as we journey on um, in this life with you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. That's good. Thank you so much um, for being with us and for sharing so vulnerably just your experience and your story. And um, I hope the best for you in Weston. And I know that um, this is not the end of the story. This is um, a piece in which we get to peek in and see, and we're excited to see what God does for you. Um, I just want to share with the listeners, I hope that you feel encouraged today, inspired, um, but also I hope that you feel empowered with information that will help you navigate as you seek wisdom of next steps and opportunities that you have as you're growing your family, as you're deciding where it's where you're at in the journey, no matter how you're defining or redefining your legacy. I hope you feel encouraged today. And remember that no matter the barren places in our lives, we do not have to live broken. Thank you for joining us in this conversation. Man, what an incredible story Vivian has. 
And what a powerful way to end this conversation as she prays over us, hope and encouragement, reminding us that the promises of God are faithful. No matter what we are walking through, we have the opportunity to find hope and promise in Him. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you found practical tools and tips that will help you as you're walking your own story and journey. Remember, no matter the barren places in our lives, we do not have to live broken.